podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. How's it going, people? Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another Forever Arsenal podcast. Another Forever Arsenal podcast off the back of another big away win. Another three points for Arsenal. It's all smiles. Um, three points in the title race and one of the ops of drop points as well, which we might touch in on if we get some time. Big up James Lee, Jordan, the regulars in the building. Make sure you hit the like button, people, first and foremost. Let's get up to a thousand likes nice and early um, and show some love. Not only to the channel, obviously, make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on. But everyone's individual channels too. Um, big up James doing big things on his channel. Go over and subscribe. I'm going to put the link in the description below. So make sure you do that. Lee Judges TV, same thing over there. Make sure you do that. Look, the big man himself, he's got his own channel. Jordan, his podcast, he, he told Not people for clicks. a few weeks ago. Not for clicks. Check it Come out. On. Check it out. <laughs> he jumped in there before I could butcher it, but yeah, I, I knew I got it written down there. I got it written down there, but we'll put that in the description below as well. People show some love to the individual channels, and yeah, this video right here hit the like button. All smiles, like I said. Um, oh shit, Jordan, what's that a brew? I should have made one just before we hit record as well. Now, rookie mistake. I, I had the same thought. We can talk, and you can go for two minutes. It's cool. I saw know. you having a sip, and I thought. Yeah, I could go for a hot Rivina. Go, you can go. Have a point. <laughs> hot Rivina. Fuck's sake. Twelve. Go. This guy. Hot Rivina. It's Christmas or something. This guy, man. Hot Rivina with some twiglets. Hot Rivina with twiglets. Maybe not at the same time, but. <laughs> nah, you're he's going, smiling. Understands. <laughs> you're going mad, Lee. You're back. You made it back. What you stayed? You stayed over in the night, right? Manchester? Yeah, yeah. I stayed over in uh, Manchester. Unfortunately, um, you know, like uh, I went and visited Kevin um, uh, Campbell. Um, unfortunately, I didn't visit him at the pub or a restaurant or whatever. I've had to go and visit him in hospital. Um, so he's not been very well for the last few weeks. Um, been in intensive care and he's been in, in a real bad way. But he's on the mend now, and I, I just feel like. Um, we need to give him a bit of love and everything like and in the chat and everything like that because um he actually said to me today like I want to thank you guys all the AFTV guys and everybody like that for uh, getting him through this last few weeks because obviously being in hospital there isn't no TV and all that like all he's got is his phone and and the internet and uh, watching all um what AFTV does and all the podcasts our one of course and uh watching the trips to Ghana and everything like that. So he's a big AFTV fan, big fan of all podcasts. He supports all different podcasts around, um, whether it be Arsenal, Everton, Nottingham Forest, he does them all. Um, and he's just an all-round great guy. And he's uh, we nearly lost him over the last few weeks, but he's on the way back now. So I just want to say, like, get well soon, Kev, and, uh, you know, um, show, show him some love in the comments. That would be fantastic. Yeah, man. Big up Kevin Campbell, man. One of the most humble people I've man. met. Yeah, full stop, let alone someone in the public eye or someone that used to play for Arsenal. Um, very, very, very nice man. So thoughts are with uh, Mr. Campbell, Kevin himself. And 100%. And can I say what you just said there, Lee? Like, he, forget just watching the the, the podcast and the content, he he embraces it. Yeah. Like, not, not all former players, you know, in fact, very few have. And certainly I can't think of any as much as um, Kevin Campbell. So best wishes and... Um, Echo everything you guys are saying. Yeah, man. 100%, man. Get well soon, Kev. Um, And yeah, big up everyone. Like Lee said, make sure you show Kev some love in the comments as well. He's watching people, so um, I'm sure he'll he'll enjoy going through the comments to read some of the love. Um, But yeah, let's, let's, let's move. We've got three points to talk about as well. Another three points away from home. Another emphatic win. Another clean sheet. Um, might, as well, might as well stick with you, Lee. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you was the one there. Um, I was at West Ham. How did this one feel off the back of that West Ham one? Because the West Ham one felt good. Oh, I've got to say, like, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure going into the away end at the moment. It's just brilliant. And the, the atmosphere yesterday, the songs, the banter, 
which is fantastic. Whoever made that one up, fantastic. <laughs> I can't I can't claim that one. It was fantastic. Well, you know, singing uh between ourselves in empty stadiums at the moment is a fantastic feeling. Um and uh listen, we, we backed it up with a brilliant performance. It was just a pleasure to I'm not gonna lie, you know, I mean I think I'm 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 like it most games. I was nervous before the game, thinking if we, you know, we might slip up here and whatever. And Liverpool won convincingly. Never in doubt. You know, it was just a comfortable afternoon. Really, really enjoyable performance. Loved the way we played. And funny enough, talking to Kevin about it today, like, you know, and he came out with a great point. He said, oh, I'd love to be taking on Manchester City next week. You know what I mean? And I, I, I echo that, like, you know, it'd be great if we could take him on next week because I fancy us because we're in such good form. But what's been really, really good about me is that the players that, you know, um, we was not worried about, but, you know, you know, if we're missing Jesus, we're missing, you know, the left back and that, you know, Kivier and um, Trossard have just stepped up fantastically well, like, you know, and, and, and from this moment now, I'm, I'm saying that if Jesus, Tomiyasu, um, Sinchenko are fully fit, they're not getting in as far as I'm concerned. And I think that's just, been fantastic. I thought like the work rate of the team yesterday, guys. Uh, I don't know if it came across on the TV. I'm pretty sure it would have done. Um, even at four five nil was unbelievable. I, I was watching Martinelli and, and Martin Odegaard. I'm thinking, you got a game Wednesday in Porto, like, and they're sprinting back, trying to keep a clean sheet, making sure they weren't a clean sheet. Defenders celebrating tackles with each other like they like it was a goal. There's something about the team at this moment in time. And I'm also going to say this, you know what I mean? And I was talking about it uh, on the way home and all that. We're not mentioning David Raya. David Raya. No one's mentioning him. And, and 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 the reason no one mentioned because he must be doing something good, like you know. So, um, so I thought I would give him a mention because I'm, I've been his biggest critic. You know, I don't, I'm still not happy about the decision and whether it was the right or whether it was wrong. But we're not talking about that. We're not having that, <laughs> having that conversation no more. Uh, and and because he's just doing the business, and you know, whatever Mikel does and what he's what he's done in Dubai, big up to him, like because you know. There is something slightly changed. I think with Olegaard playing very, very well. But there's something... It's enjoyable to watch the Arsenal again. I was talking to my mate Steve today and he said, I don't, try and get me a ticket for Sheffield United. I've got the bug. I want to go. I can't wait. You know what I mean? Like, and that's how it is at the minute. There was a time when I was thinking, oh, I'm not really looking forward to go. I can't wait to pull home now. Can't wait for Newcastle. And I think that's because of the teams playing so, so well. And it's so enjoyable at the moment. So enjoyable. So, yeah. Jordan, what went wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well done, well done, well done. Um, yeah, that was a good one still. That was a good one, that was a good one. But I'll let you pick up Turkish because um, it was a good joke that I think we should acknowledge the joke from James. <laughs> and let's get, let's get back to hosting duties from the host. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm interested. In, uh, <laughs> Who wants to know? I'm interested as well because Lee said um, he doesn't know if the work rate showed on on TV. I'm interested if it if it showed over radio. Oh no, it did. It... <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I, I, from from what I watched, um, the work rate definitely came across. Um, I, I just, I'm just, I, I'm buzzing watching us at the moment. We're, we're, we're battering teams um, for all the goals that we're scoring. I think it's 21 in five games. Mm. The yep. thing that's excited me the most. And call me a boring old fart. It's the clean sheets. Yeah, I'm not with you. It's the, it's the clean sheets. I would have taken a one nil at Burnley. Um, the goals are fun, and the goals I think definitely instill a level of fear, hopefully in opponents. But it's the clean sheets, and I want to echo what Lee said about David Raya. But where I disagree is that we're not talking about David Raya because he's handling business. I think that's more to do with the fact that the back four and Declan Rice. You can't get to him. <laughs> the attacks can't even get to get shot to him. But what I think David Rea is doing really well is what we were told when he first joined. His kicking in the last two or three games has been so, so good. It's been so... This is what we were told. This is the reason why we're told he was coming in. His distribution 
in the last two or three games I've been watching has definitely improved. Um, but the clean sheets definitely are are turning me on. That that's what's really exciting me. Because as I said before, I think that's going to be our best way to get to get. Take this, it um, easy over there, Jordan. Get, well, you know, I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> easy, easy. It's the small things. I know it's, it's a Sunday thing. night, but shit. <laughs> it's yeah. the small things. The, one thing I one thing I will say before I defer to James is he's not negative. This is what you get. You pick. Do a poll. Um, the, what, the, <laughs> my final point would be um, that I don't think we should get f- f- lulled into a full sense of of security with the goals we're scoring. I do still think in the summer we need to buy a forward. Um, I, I don't. I, I've been hearing about. Oh, we don't need a striker anymore. I do still think we need a forward for next season. And also, Kivior, as good as he's doing at the moment, again, I disagree with Lee a little bit. If Tim Tomiyasu's fit, I think he goes back into left back. I think he goes back to left back. But other than that, the boys are doing the business. Odegaard is just the man possessed right now. Um, I watched the stream of you guys. I was at work on Saturday during the game, and yeah. I watched your stream. Um, Great show, great show, by the way, great show. Um, awesome. And um, yeah, it was really, really great chat from you guys, hosting duties, and it was good to kind of get the sense of the game via you guys watching it. So no, 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 no negatives from me this week. Um, on to the next. Yeah, I would have got... Uh, no, there's no but, it doesn't... <laughs> I oh, I... there was one but. Sorry, there, there, there is one but. There is one but, there's one but, sorry. It, it was Havertz. Oh, Ooh. Or the, Bukai, oh, the Bukai one. We, we can come to the Saka debate in a bit if you want, but it was more Havertz. And uh, there's got to be one negative for me. You know me. The goal that he scored, I thought, was a good goal, but it's awful defending. Oh, yeah. And I, it's really yeah. bad defending. And I think whilst I don't want to be the negative guy that doesn't give Kai Havertz his flowers for a goal, on the stream, you guys were hamming it up a little more than I think you should have because I watched it after I was thinking to myself it wasn't that good and there was bad defending there so there still for me seems to be a slight element of we're trying to will Havertz on to be a player that I still don't think he is yet again he wasn't poor and he contributed but I still think there's this element of boosting up his ratings a little bit more than than they should be he was I didn't see the whole game I saw the highlights of match of the day and on Sky but I, I think the Havertz Willing is a little bit bit stronger than I think it should be, but that's that's as that's as bad as it gets for me. I've I've been trying really hard to figure out how to explain why I think Havertz has been better in in recent weeks than he had been most of the season, and I think I think I've settled on a sentence that might not make sense, but it felt earlier in the season like Arsenal was struggling to click into gear, and Havertz was a big reason as to why that was. Now. Even if his performances, his performances are better in my opinion, but even if they're not like seven, eight, nine out of ten performances, he's playing at a level that feels very in tune with the team. Like it doesn't feel like the team is hampered at all by Havertz. In fact, you look at a lot of the goals and moments, he's right there. He's right in the thick of it. Not doing anything overly complex, but he's a part of it. And I think for the first time in these last three games, Liverpool at home and then the last two away from home. I really felt like he's been a part of it. Like, whether it's tactically, whether it's whatever it is, he's not doing... I, I still kind of agree with those who are a bit more pessimistic about Havertz. I still don't think he's pulling up trees or anything amazing. But I do think that tactically there's something that is much more in sync between him and the team. I don't know if anyone else feels that, but yeah. It feels he's part of it in some way. I thought he was brilliant yesterday. I'm going to say it now. So, uh, so I, I, can I just say, I thought he was good. I, I, I thought he was seven out of ten. I'd have given him. What What made you think he was brilliant? I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I just. I, I'm just. He's, he's, I, I, I think he does things that probably people don't appreciate at times. Like you know, and I, and I say it like the first goal, closed down by two players. If he has two touches there, loses the momentum. One touch into Rice. Rice out to a Martinelli goal. You know, a couple of times, you know, he, he's not on the assist, but he's on the, 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 the pre-assist, you know what I mean? Like, the, shall I say, the Ozil lovers, um, Turkish, like, love to bring them up, like, you know what I mean? Like, the penalty, uh, it's his pass into um, 
into Trossard, like, you know. I just think that, you know, also what I like about him, I'm going to say this now, he he brings in fouls at the right time and knows when to when to, to yeah, mix it yeah. up and, and things yeah, like yeah. that, when to go down, when to just give us a bit of a platform to stop. I, I, I think he's been, and yesterday's performance from midfield, I thought him and Trossard interchanging was very good. I think that may be one thing that's improved on him because they sort of interchange a little bit. And, and I think sometimes you don't see the dirty work he does, James, you know. And maybe you don't see that on CV, I don't know. I, I, I thought he was brilliant yesterday, I really do. He works really hard. I actually think Arsenal fans will all unanimously agree since he's arrived, work rate hasn't been a problem. Maybe he lacks conviction in things, but he gets places, he puts, like he, he wins headers, he puts his body in. Like He's actually, <laughs> if we signed a, 20, uh, a £20 million defensive midfielder, I, like I, you'd almost be noticing these things. Oh, I, I definitely think in jewels and stuff mm. he's been contributing. He breaks forward beyond the lines where we have the ball, and he's and and he's definitely linked up with Trossard better. So I'm 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 starting to. I just think he doesn't look out of place, and he did before. He might not look to the level of others. I'm I'm with that, but I don't think he looks out of place. And for a long time he did. He, I, I feel like we're starting to understand him and and but but that doesn't necessarily mean that understanding him is getting it to a level we want should you go on trying to say I, I i do but i i think i'm in the turkish camp in the sense that i actually do also think what you're being paid and this transfer fee you assigned for is to some degree relevant and whilst i don't think he's been poor i think when you're paying a premium price for a for a premium player, I think we were, if 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 he was on half the wages and he cost twenty five mil, I know people say, "Oh, he's, why do you care about the money?" He's not, but I think it's relevant. I I do actually do think it's relevant. Yeah, I so get that. I don't okay. think he's not playing well. I just don't think he's giving us what I expect a 65 million, 350 a week grand player to give us. You take Hazard, Hazard, Havertz out the team and put Partey in, are we weaker? Whereas you take out Saka. And you put Nelson in, we are weaker. I don't. I don't think he's an essential cog, although I think it also is fair to say that he is. He is contributing, but I, also, I don't think it's fair to kind of bash. Well, we're, not, we're not bashing him. No, no, but it's not, I, it's not fair to kind of critique him on a game where we won five nil and he wasn't poor. Let's 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 have this chat when he actually is poor. And also, Jordan. So just from my perspective, I'm talking about it because we keep trying to understand Havertz more. You know, he, he was an attacking midfielder at Leverkusen. He was a striker for, for, for Chelsea. He's more defensive midfielder for us off the ball. Like, yeah, I think yeah. we're just trying to understand him. And I think game by game, we are understanding him more. And that's not criticism. That's, I, 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 see, it from, I see it from a positive perspective. Like, I'm, I'm seeing Arsenal perform really well. And he's not just like a passenger in that. I feel like he is contributing genuinely. And I don't, I'm kind of, ha I'm happy for him. Yeah. I don't know if you you froze there for me for a second, but um, yeah, just before he scored, I said um good performance. I think the goal definitely had something to the performance, but yeah, I think it was a good, I think it was good enough. He done okay, um, but everyone knows, like like Jordan said, I think you know wages are really very relevant to the overall conversation about him, and because I think about the bigger impact overall of the side, and maybe that maybe that brings in maybe game by game bias, um. That I need to get my head round, but James, you're also right in that you know he he seemed like the hindrance at the first in the first half of the season, but now he's part of the package if that makes sense. But at the same time, I put him closer to being a passenger at the moment than an actual essential cog. I think Jordan said similar. Um, but listen, the goal was nice. I mean, I, I get what Jordan and and I think Lee agreed are saying in terms of it wasn't great defending. Oh, um, I think the goal was nice. I think, you know, the, what I want to see from Havertz is when you win, you know, a bit of conviction, not only in your passing, but in your movements on the ball as well. And in, in this, he had an opportunity to run at goal. He ran at goal. He gave a little drop of the shoulder. It was still awful defending, but he gave a little <laughs> drop of the shoulder. He put it through the guy's legs and then he finished um, on his weaker foot, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. on his weaker foot. Yeah, because he cut it on his right. So I think it was a nice goal. Um, definitely the best goal he scored for us, and and hopefully he can he can kick on in that in in that side of things as well because that was the, that was an important part of the upgrade we were making. Someone who can bring more of an attacking contribution and Jack's contribution last season was quite good. I think it was seven seven um, yeah, in goals well. and assists across the season. And and if we're looking for an upgrade on that, then 
Havertz might bring that um, numbers-wise. I don't think we've seen it performance-wise yet. Um, but league on. No, I was just saying, like, I, I, like, I'm well pleased he scored and it's a great finish and all that. But a Premier League player calling for an offside from a throw-on is embarrassing. It's shocking. It's shocking. Yeah, no, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's small and short. It's unbelievable. He actually stops and put his hand up. Yeah, and then, I know, I know. Come I know. on, a Premier League professional footballer doesn't know that that's offside. Or he does know it's offside, but his concentration levels are so bad or he's yeah. been shot, shot to pieces because of what's gone on that he's just frazzled his brain. Either way, you know what I mean? If I'm Vincent Company, I'm having a word with him about that because that is shocking. Shocking. The, the, the only thing I've seen worse, the only thing I've seen worse this weekend was uh, one of the Sheffield United players saying that Holgate didn't deserve a red card. I'm sorry, yeah, I've seen that today. It's, it's the worst tackle I've seen for a very long while. That is one of the worst tackles I've ever seen. It's a shocker, James. But but at least with that, you could put it down to he's just defending his mate. He knows he's wrong, but he's just oh, trying, he's trying he's trying to ting. Yeah. Whereas you put your hand up for an offside on a Come on, you're embarrassing yourself. Lee said Premier League player. Pref- any player. Any yeah, player. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what it reminds <laughs> yeah, yeah, remind me of? Do you remember when Suarez um, called for handball for the goalkeeper? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was legendary. <laughs> Man turned round and said, no, handball. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, but what so sorry, where was you back to the game? Um, Saka, two more goals for Saka, um, mm. on the verge of another hat trick by taking off. He mentioned it that he wants the hat trick, but he also mentioned that he understands. And I think James mentioned it on the stream, I've mentioned it somewhere along the lines, well, along the last week or so in between both games. We all want Saka to be taken off, usually, is not taken off, but the last two weeks on two goals, he's taken off. So, listen, we're We'll we'll have it. Um, go on, Jordan. Why Turkish? Or sorry, it's cut you. But why do we think Arteta's doing that? Because he's not just doing it to be a prick. But why? why no, no, but... the reason behind it. Why do we think he's doing that? Maybe he is. <laughs> James said, "I think he is just a freak. Honestly, he's just a freak." <laughs> we were we we're on the watch along. We started asking, like, "Is he doing this spitefully, Mikel?" The whole time. We wanted him taken off and rested, coming off with ankle injuries, refused to take him off. And then when he's on a hat-trick, we're thinking, go get your Premier League hat-trick. You're off, mate. Almost like this, like, I'm going to keep you wanting more. I don't have to explain yeah. it. I'm going to keep you guessing. The The opposite of what should happen is what's going to happen. <laughs> I honestly I sometimes think Mikel just wants to just fuck with all of us. <laughs> and that's what he's doing. I can imagine him saying to Saka on the way off, I'll tell you when you're going to get your hat trick, mate. Go on, go yeah. sit down. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm in control oh, of your hat trick. I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I like no, no, it. I don't, like, I'm not getting on to yeah. him. I get it. I, yeah, I, do, want, I, like I do want Saka to get a hat trick, but I, I, I do, do I get do it too. at the same time. But 12 goals. I mean, he's on route for, with what, 13 games left this season? He's on route for a 20-goal season. He- He's, he's cooking Turkish. That second goal, again, defending and goalkeeping is not great, but it's a really good goal. And it's a bit of a trademark for him, you know, because he scored a yeah. very similar goal against Everton at the Emirates, I think, last season, and Chelsea the year before the Emirates as well, where he cuts in, beats a couple of players, just hits it really hard and leads away. He leads hits it away, really yeah. hard into the roof of the net. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's, he's become... And yeah. England as well, yeah. So he's becoming a little bit of a specialist at that kind of finish, and he's cooking. He's really cooking, and I'm really glad that he's coming into he's coming into his effects. I've got another question. Go on, go no, on. Just go to on. say, what was good about that second one? He done it last week. He went low and hard down at the left, and this time he done it high up, like so. He's he's bringing in very 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Very variation. Yeah, variation to to uh, to to his game, which is like uh, you know. A big, he's only 22 and he's got all these little things to his game, which is fantastic to see. Why do we think the team are scoring more now? Because pre Dubai, we were taking, we had lots of chances, but it can't just be Arteta said in Dubai, lads, shoot more. Why do we think we've scored so many goals in five games? Whereas before, we, 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 weren't, we were winning games, but we weren't killing games off. Does anyone got any kind of theories as to why? 
I think it's as I think it's as simple as that as what you just said though. As silly as it sounds, I, I do think in in a lot of those games, bar Fulham, I'd say, how many times did we say shoot for fuck's sake? Shoot! Don't do don't shim me in. Don't take that extra pass. Don't we we said that a lot in that period, and I think it was just a case of I don't know, getting that confidence back or it's, sometimes it's not necessarily confidence. Sometimes you're sometimes that extra pass or, or that extra shimmy is overconfidence because you want to walk it into the net. But I think it was just a case of kind of taking a step back, looking at the games we've dropped points in and saying we've we've pretty much smoked every team we've played and, and pre- you know, we're dropping points. So Pre-Dubai, Odegaard doesn't shoot that. He doesn't shoot there. He doesn't no, shoot. No, he's, but he's one of the prime suspects, I think, in yeah. the first half of the season that <laughs> yeah. we were saying that, come on, like, like release, release. And I think it was a simple word to say, believe in yourself sometimes that like, i don't know if it is believe in yourself or or, or what but I don't, I don't think Odegaard came here as the most natural goal scorer but i think last season he really he really kicked on in that and i think it was about him understanding that that is also a big part of what he's bringing to arsenal not just hit the creative side of things i think Odegaard was was immense yesterday but i think that's that's part of it just shoot just you know if you get an opportunity just go for it if you if, if you want to swing it into the box or you know get it in early, go for it. It just seems that we're very we're on, we're on top of things in attack again in the transition. We're very you know it's no more heads down. It's confidence. It's flowing. It's it's fluid. Uh, a word that I used quite often in the first half of the season. <clears throat> Someone said yesterday before he said it's like this. It's the steak and being fed fed to you. That's what's <laughs> done it. Like. <laughs> good bit of rump. That's what it is. A good bit of rump steak. Like, you know, going down, they need yeah. to book in next month. There's another two week break. They need to go back. Yeah, there. yeah listen. And I'm all for them going out there, by the way. Like, if they said, like, oh, we're going off to Dubai, if obviously because if Chelsea beat Leeds, we've got a weekend off. Uh, and, they're all, uh, and they're all off to Dubai. And I'll tell you what, if I am one of those players, right, I am going into the boss and saying, look, we're going back to Dubai or what? Because I wouldn't be doing it, like, you know. So, come on, treat us. Treat us, Gaffer. You know, uh, I'm all for it, like. Get out there again. Get some it, sun so. on your back because it's been fantastic. And the response from that, by the way, you know, Fulham, I think it was, it was Fulham and then Liverpool, wasn't it? And then I, I'm thinking, oh, God. And I, I think we all needed a break, didn't we? You know, you know from, yeah. from it, really. Um it's you know if you if someone would have said to me after that Liverpool game, I oh, don't worry, they're going to go away to Dubai, they're going to win the next five games, they're going to come back scoring goals for fun. Like I, I wouldn't believe it's unbelievable what a little break, little reset can do. It's been such beneficial to us guys. We couldn't have come at a better time. Couldn't have come at a better time. Yeah, yeah. I do think. I do think. Sorry, is my, am I okay? Am I? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're all right. Your latch on at the back there. You're fine. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it looks like you're Hatley. Um, <laughs> just, trying, um, just trying to be near you, James. Just trying to be near you. Thank you. Thank you. I've got Lee on my set. Um, <laughs> I um, I don't know if sometimes, just and this is like in life, you just take a step away from something and you then come back to it and everything just makes so much more sense. Like, I, I don't, and I feel like Arsenal have had a little bit of that. Just you play a lot of games, you know, it's two a week and you find yourself, you go one game, we don't take your chances, then actually three, four games go by. You go, even the ones we won, we should have scored more goals, Wolves, Brighton, games like that. Sevilla was another one. And then actually it almost gets ingrained in you, like we'll not take our chance. And, and it just almost kind of infects the team in a way. I don't know why, I don't know how to even explain that, like more scientifically, other than it's just like a feeling. Um, but then you, you take a step away and you come back to it and everything's kind of clearer. This is this is a fucking shit analogy. And it's awful. I'm sorry. We've just painted this living room. And a week ago, we had eight different greens on the wall and different off-whites and whatever. And I looked at them. I was like, I don't know. I don't have a clue. I don't, do I like this one? No, I look in this one. I don't know. I don't like. And then you sleep on it. And the morning after, you're like, those are my two favourites. And I, I just don't know if sometimes, like, taking a step away from something, then coming back to it, you just get clarity. Now when Saka's one-on-one the fullback, I don't think he's overthinking it. I think, look how look how decisive he was with the finish at Forest and the finish against Burnley. Different finishes, one low across goal, one high to the net, like Lee said. But both times, it was touch-bang, or it was touch-set-bang. 
it doesn't feel like the players are overthinking it as much and it's all coming a lot more naturally to them and you know and, and they're showing their talent from a goal now yeah, because we, we we knew we wasn't that bad in front of goal. And I know we all want a striker and we all know we need a striker. But that period of form, we knew we wasn't that bad in front of goal. We was questioning why the same players that were bagging goals last season are not bagging the same amount of goals this season. Um, Saka Odegaard, we've spoken about. Havertz as well got a nice goal we've spoken about. I mean, Jordan, I, I, Jordan I don't want to... Sorry, Jordan's, Jordan's looked really unimpressed the last two minutes, probably since my analogy. No, and, no, no, and, no, 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 I've been looking at something else, been looking at something. <laughs> anything, to, anything to, like, uh, I think Martinelli's picked it up in the second half of the season, but at the same time, That's uh, why people, people aren't mentioning the, the lack of input into the last, what, 11 goals you scored or so, even Ooh. though... I was going to ask any concerns about him not getting involved in the goals. I mean, he's working as hard as he always does defensively, so he's not playing poorly. But is anybody slightly concerned that he's not getting involved in the goals? Or is it not really matter? I support, you know, listen, I'm going to start. I love, I love Martinelli, but I support Arsenal Football Club. If we're winning 6 0, 5 0, we're scoring 21 in 5. I don't really care who's putting it in the back of the net. No player for me comes ahead of, uh, of the football club. It's mainly, it's mainly about winning. What I will say is, I would, I would have loved him to get in on the act, you know, not only because I, I think he, he needs a bit more of, you know, a bit more productivity in the final third. I've got him in my fantasy team too. But I actually like that we've scored 21 goals and we've scored 11 in the last two and he hasn't really been much of a part of it because we know he can be. And if we're scoring goals with that, someone we probably would have called one of our most... Maybe not potent is the wrong word, but one of our fiercest attackers in terms of the, the the threat to the opposition. If we're scoring, the amount of goals we're scoring, and he's he's not kicked yet or he's not getting in on the act, then I think that's that's quite a good thing. I I just hope that he does get in on the act, and when he does, last season, you remember the business end of the season, everyone else fell off, and Martinelli turned up. You know, this everyone's thinking this. We've hit the 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 right form at the right time, which we have because we needed to hit that. But there, there's also going to come a point this season where we're going to need an extra push and, and Martinelli might be the one to provide that. That's how He's I saving, see it. Maybe I'm He's saving it. He's saving it for Man, for Man City. Yet created created oh, the first oh. goal yesterday. I don't know why yeah, people... Yeah. You know, I mean, when, yeah. The important one yesterday, uh, first goal, always very important. Lovely pass to Odegaard, like, you know. And I'll tell you what I noticed yesterday is that... He, he was desperate to score yesterday. He was desperate for it, like, you know, but it didn't stop him doing the work, chasing back and doing all of that sort of stuff. He could have actually just said, you know what, we're three or four nil up. I'm going to hang goal hang here and see if I can make a goal. He's still done all of his work that he had to do, chasing back, running here, getting into position. Like, there was two occasions when he could have shot, but he tried to, to put in crosses. Um, he, he was still doing the right thing, guys, you know, even though it weren't going for him. And I, I, I think that was... I quite liked that performance yesterday because I think he could have gone the other way and gone, do you know what? I'm going to be selfish here and it's all about me. And he never did. It was more about the team. There's still the team work rate and everything like that. So I've got no problems with his performance yesterday and the goals will come for him. It just happened to be at the moment. It'd be a little bit frustrating for him that he's gone down the right in the last couple of games. But the game against Liverpool, it, it went all down the left, and he was he was the the, mo the main man on that. So I, I, I've got no problem. Like you know, <clears throat> big game come up, Martinelli will show up. Don't worry about that. He doesn't yeah. get much help, does he? Like especially yeah. especially at the moment, like this is not a criticism of Havertz, but clearly his role is to get into the box a lot. Um, Kivio isn't a supporting fullback, though I think he's been really good recently. Big up to Kivio. Um, so Martinelli has a lot of individual work to do. Saka has Erdegaard floating in around there, white inverting. Um, it just feels like he's got a little bit more help. I don't know if that's been true all season. I feel like I might have said the opposite at times. And I also think last season, Martinelli had Zinchenko and Xhaka. I mean, he had two of the league's best passes and facilitative players if that's a word like to really kind of help him you know they were one was feeding the other was feeding the other and it worked it worked like clockwork last season um this season that's not really the case but he's doing a lot of great stuff anyway um he's got i think he's got an elite mentality like really elite mentality mm. Martinelli, and i agree with you all i think he's going to come good in mm. april and may again before we 
before we move on to a big game, Champions League returns. Quick, quick one on the fullbacks. I think Kivio, second week in a row, he's he's stepped up. I think he's 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 doing a doing a good job. Not an easy position to fill. Um, what he's being asked to do, James and I talked about already. Um, if you look at Gavardio, that City and Gavardio came in with a, a head of a lot of more expectation and high praise than Kivio. He struggled to do similar mm-hmm. under a manager that you know has been doing it for years. Um, Kivio big up and Ben White again I just want to say listen I'm going to keep on saying Ben White till he gets his flowers because I he, he, I even looked at appearances since he's joined the club 32 starts in his first season 36 starts last year 22 starts so far this year he's on course for another 30 start season and when you think about the amount of times we talk about injuries in football injuries at Arsenal big players missing at key times he's someone that's been ever present um, for us so I think it's good to oh, see him Back in form, yeah. He's become, him. He's he's become one of those. One of my favourite yeah. players. One of my favourite yeah. players. Um, I just love the way he's, I love his attitude. He's got that nasty bit in him, like you know. Yeah. I, mean? yeah. so I, I can't help it, guys. I like that. You know, we've been far too soft in the past. You know what I mean? But if someone's there to be kicks, he kicks them, and yeah. he kicks yeah. them hard. And if yeah. you know, and if if they laying on the floor, he, he's not he's not he's willing to, to have a little word with them. You know, yeah, I like yeah. all the things that he does. I uh, like. I remember a couple of years ago, someone got was getting away from him off the ball. He tripped him over. Yeah, like, yeah. Just, just love all that sort of stuff. He, the, the dark arts, but in a in a not in a nasty, horrible way, but. Uh, and I tell you what else I do like about him. I don't know if you see it half time. If something's not going right, he says he'll it. Say it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like uh, you know, he wants things done properly. Um, yeah. and I, I really like him. Like you know, and for Kivio, I think fantastic because I tell you what, Mikel just said to him. Do you know what? Um, this forget about getting forward. Forgetting about doing this. Just defend. Just be a defender. Mm-hmm. And he's done it, done it fantastically well in the last couple of games. I don't know if you remember the bit with Saliba. Saliba was having a little bit of trouble with uh, the fella up front. I can't think of his name now. He had well, a very Fafana. good one. Fafana. Yes, he had a, he, he gives, caused a few problems in the first yeah. half. Yeah, yeah. And he'd he, he done Saliba. Kivio just yeah, come yeah. along, just brushed him aside. Right. Out, yeah. Brilliant defending. And they, uh, all of them, I think, if I don't know if you said Martin Olegaard was clapping him and all that, like, you know, he's getting confidence as he's going on. And I think that, yeah, and, and all of a sudden now, because he's got that little bit of confidence and he's defending, I think he created one of the goals when he come down the left-hand side. Those parts of his game will come. And I think they've just said, right, you just defend and just defend. And, and then he's starting to grow into it, like, you know, and I think, yeah, good for him. Well done. I don't, I don't want to overdo it because it's five wins and and it's I expected to win all five of these games. Yeah, while, while I'm very delighted with the turnaround in form, I didn't expect all these goals. I definitely did, I expected we win all five of these games. But I wonder if this is it feels like there's a reigniting of some of that flame from last season. And I yeah. think of things like the Emirates atmosphere for the Liverpool game, really loud. Really, I wasn't even there, but I've been told really loud, like really kind of the Emirates were kind of on their feet and really kind of playing their part as a 12th man. You know, even it sounds so silly, but little things, you know, that, that <clears throat> chance of the away fans again. Remember last season, it felt like the away fans were always talked about, you know, the Saliba song, the Zinchenko song, yeah. all that. The goals were scoring, the free flowing football, like, these are things I associate with last season, you know, scoring bags of goals away from home, clean sheets, everyone just playing and, and loving life. Ben White in great form, goals galore, fans singing, Emirates being a cold. Like, I don't know, I if we can channel the best of last season into these last four months, yeah, I yep. give us a really, really good shot. And that's not just on the pitch. That's you, you asked me in my fan camp, you know if we are a better side now, because after maybe 18, 19 games, the argument would, was, and very rightly so, that less points, less goals scored, more goals conceded. I think the hope was that we find some of, some of what we had last season and put it into what we've got this season in terms of the controlling method. And, and it seems like it's just coming at the right time. The balance seems perfect again in terms of the attacks flowing and the defence is, 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 is as solid as it ever was. So... Long may that continue. Bob, Bob. The greatest thing, the greatest thing for us yesterday was 
City dropped points as well, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was unexpected. You know, getting on there, you know. I actually, be honest, when Chelsea went 1-0 up, I'm going, I don't matter. They're still, City still win 3-1. Yeah. Yeah. You know, then when they equalised about 10 minutes ago, oh, they still win 2-1. And, um, and they didn't. They didn't. But you know that game, yeah, what was so encouraging is I did the same thing. I said, yeah, they're 1-0 up, but, you know, I mean, City will score three or four. But actually, City better in the second half for sure. City didn't deserve to win that football match from the bits I saw. Chelsea had a lot of chances. I, listen, mm. Harland missed some big chances, to be fair. And actually, maybe in the second half, you're looking at those. OK, City probably would have edged it. But, but I'm just saying, the point I'm trying to make is they conceded a lot to Chelsea in terms of opportunities and openings and space and behind. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's weird. They've been doing this all season. They've been scoring a lot of goals and, and they've actually been really exciting, probably more fun to watch than last season. But they, um, yeah, they definitely, I think they've won one game against the traditional big six this season. Mm-hmm. It's very unlike City. I'll tell you a good point. I always get gauges, you know, like Tyrese come down to see Kevin today and like, um, obviously Tyrese played at City and he is a City fan. And from his point of view, as a City fan, turned around and said, I'm worried about Arsenal. Yeah, I'm not so, so like that, it, you know, oh, oh are you? You know, like it, <laughs> City are, are start, you know, so when you get these big wins and things like that, you know, five against Burnley, you might not fit with, but if other teams and City fans are thinking, oh, well, you know, hold on a minute. Now, Arsenal had a good season last season. They're backing it up again. It's very interesting that opponent, the opposition that are now starting to not fear us, but like, you know, take us seriously. I like that. I like that when other teams do that like that. So we must be doing something good. And, you know, like, oh, yeah, Arsenal starting to worry us. I like that. On the conversation, like of, on the conversation of being... Um, deemed serious. Um, the, it, it's a big one against Porto because you know we need to we need to dispose of them as as well as we've been doing in the past five games. We need to mm. win this. The, um, not not necessarily just this fixture, but we need to get through to the to the um, quarterfinal stage at the very minimum, and then it's all about luck of the draw and whatnot. But Champions League football is back away. Porto, Lee, you're you're heading out there, right? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'll be going out there like, yeah. And uh, with a different mindset. I don't know if that's the right thing to say at this moment in time. I think because league games got a win, got a win. This one, I don't think we've got to win. But um, obviously, I like us to win. Uh, and I think that we probably will. But, you know, there's a little bit less pressure. I don't, do you know what I'm saying? Because it's over two leagues. I, I don't know if you guys feel that. I don't know. Whether I'm, I just feel that with the, the momentum. Yeah, but the, but I think that that I think that we use the momentum and the time we're in to to get the job done in one. Yeah, yeah, get the job done in one, uh, and, and that you know that means we can rotate it. Not that we need to with the break we've got in March, but if we do, so we what are you saying? It's like a four 0 then? Is that what we're saying now? It's like a four 0 Go for it, because listen. Put, this has 2-1 defeat written all over it. <laughs> 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 no, we have to move on from uh, this time, please. Uh, right, let's see, well, see if you put down your prediction, James. Right, yeah, I'm going to be very interested. Very interesting to say, like, you know. I, I, um, I, when we went out of the Europa League last season and everyone was doing the whole bigger fish to fry stuff and the, you know, ultimately the Europa League got a party, like the Premier League, all that. I'm not trying to open that debate again, but one of the things I felt would work against us in the title race was that that's what we had to think about. And a lot of people thought that was a good thing. You know, oh, we can just focus on the one competition. But actually, I think that becomes very mentally taxing. Yes, we're playing more football, but I think players rest and recuperate, whatever. It's mentally that it's really difficult, I imagine, to recover. Not that I have any idea what it's obviously like. And I just think the Champions League you take seriously because it's the Champions League. It's no joke competition. And I actually took the Europa League vaguely seriously. But... I do think it's going to be a really good thing in that same way I felt last season that this is a game that's going to feel fresh to us. Okay, different competition, a different opposition, something else. Like I, I think that is good for the players. And obviously, we want to go all the way because we want to win the damn thing. But I, I, I think that is going to be a good thing for us as well in this title race, not just feeling like it's all or nothing on this. If we're a really serious team, it'd be really great to compete on all fronts. And I think, you know, everyone always wondered whether City were going to be exhausted and Liverpool, their quadruple hunt. I think all these games build momentum for them. 
how it impacts them in the following seasons, another question. But if you're talking about this one campaign, I think more games, if you're really competitive and they've got a good chance of winning them, is all momentum building. Yeah, we need to be there, Jordan. Yeah, I think Lee used the key word there, mindset, mindset change. You know, we're, we're, we're on a really good run in the league right about now, but the Champions League, I do, I do think, requires, from the, the team anyway, a slight kind of click over in terms of how they approach it. Listen, Porto are not a team that we should be scared about, but we should be expecting to go through. But the part of the mindset change for me is that Porto are a seasoned European team. And although they are weaker than Arsenal in terms of their personnel, what they have and resources, these seasoned European teams will turn you over. And one of the things that I think Arsene Wenger really struggled with for his whole time at Arsenal, he never got to grips with navigating two-legged European ties. The amount of times we lost the tie in the first leg, he never really understood or really kind of got to grips with that. And I think that this, this is a chance for Mikel Arteta, who we've all said is cut his cup record is shocking. You go out to Porto, that, that that's really bad. I, I agree with Turkish. I think we should be getting to, I mean, I'd argue semis, but quarters minimum, absolute minimum quarterfinal. So, and Porto is a nice draw to have, but I just hope that they just, one thing I like about Arsenal this year as well, the Champions League is, we haven't disrespected any of our opponents. We've treated all of our Champions League opponents as if, no, no, you're smaller than us, but we're going to respect you. We're going to deal with you properly. And I hope they maintain that with Porto. Don't get complacent. Don't get complacent. But also remember, it's two legs. It's two legs. And the teams that tend to win the Champions League are the ones that, that they know how to navigate two-legged ties rather than, oh, we'll get in the second leg. Or we'll try to... No, no, it's, you've got two chances and just manage that, that two-legged affair. And this shouldn't be a major problem. Even the dead rubber who played Saliba and Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's taking it seriously. He's taking all the teams so far seriously. Take out and take out what happened against Sporting on Porto. I know different clubs, same league. You know, Ted. I think what James just said there. I'm just really thinking about that. Like you know, is the more games you get, sometimes it's a bit like you know. I, I think like one hundred percent. You know, like. For instance, you win a game like five nil, and then you've got to wait another week for another game or whatever. Like you know, now, now we, we ain't got we ain't got to wait. There, we've got Wednesday. You know what I mean? Buzz on to Wednesday. Get a result Wednesday. Oh, we, we ain't got to wait for another week. It's Saturday, like, and it comes on quick, like you know. So I, I think that you know maybe that's that's something to be. I remember going back when Arsene Wenger we, we was going for the we, we, the invincible year. Like we we went to the bloody semi final. He changed the team around, and um, we ended up losing and lost momentum. Then lost to Chelsea. You know what I mean? Because we always had one eye on that game against Chelsea. You know, focus just on the one game. Get get the job done and uh, uh, move on. Like, and I, I'm excited for it, for it at this moment in time. If, look, listen, if I'm a fan. I can't wait until uh, um, Wednesday. I'm sure if I'm a player, you must feel like the same. Surely after what you're doing at the moment, you, you, and um, do you really want to train? I'd rather rest, play, and rest and play again instead of train, train and play like I don't know come on let's, let's see if we can do it like it, 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 Liverpool is still going in all, on all fronts at this moment in time the, the injury might catch up on them here I don't know but Manchester City as you said last season James they didn't fade did they they actually got stronger they actually got stronger mm. this is the big time now man this is the big time for the players they, 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 these knockout rounds in the Champions League you know mixed mixed world class talent world class these are the moments that mm. these players have been building towards to get into these you know these stages essentially we're in you know we're in the april may of the champions league right now with this fixture because you know it's a very different format in the knockouts and the, the weeks mm. in between it's a time this is a chance the platform for the players to just step up get a job done, put big performances under their belts for, for debates amongst fans about who's world-class and who's not and, and, you know, further fuel that fire, but get the job done. Um, in terms of, so I was going to ask, but in terms of the lineup, would anyone bring Jorginho back in here to get some some of that experience, control away from home? Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. I, I don't know the expense of. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, you got oh. you got you got you got a break after this, haven't you? You got a bit of a break after. No, no Saturday. No, uh, wait, oh, Saturday, Saturday. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought the thought there was a a gap in in Premier League games this weekend. 
You might have to tinker oh. with with. Oh, well, in that case, maybe I would. <laughs> I think, like Georgino, like, my thing with Georgino. This is what I, what I think on this game is that we've none of not that many players have got experience of the Champions League knockout. They've got the experience of the group, but now it's knockout to over two legs. Jorginho's fully experiencing that. And and if I'm saying, right, well, I'm going to leave him out for Havertz, and I'm, then I'm thinking, well, Havertz has got that experience as well. So, you know, it's either a Trossard or a Martinelli to be left it out. It's so very difficult who to leave out. It wouldn't That's surprise me if, if he put Havertz up top, Jorginho midfield and dropped um, Trossard. That wouldn't surprise me massively. That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me. Would it surprise you guys if Jesus was in from the start? Maybe he's just been held back for this, you know, been really good in the Champions League. Yeah, experience in the Champions League as well. So that's another I mean, good one. That's I, a shame. I, I heard he's not quite ready yet. Okay, mm. fine. I would have thought he'd got some minutes if he was. I, I almost think Arteta, maybe I'm reading too much into this, but I almost think he's confirmed that he's starting because... If it's true that Jorginho has, for quite a while now, been sort of not really training properly and had injuries or whatever, why give him the minutes against Burnley when we're 4-0 up or whatever, whenever he came on, or 5-0 up when he came on? I, I think he was probably trying to just get some minutes into him ahead of Wednesday, um, where he's probably going to start him. But I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking that. Maybe maybe he's fit again and just thought, yeah, you know, use him. I'm not I'm not saying he's injured, Jorginho. Look, if he's played in a Premier League game, he's clearly not injured. I'm just saying... We were hearing, like he was on the bench for West Ham, even though we'd heard he not trained all week, but he didn't bring him on against West Ham. I think this is just uh, let's get some minutes into the legs ahead of starting him in yeah. uh, Portugal. Mm, yeah, great point. I get that as well. Um, yeah, I'll get that. Let me 51 minutes in. Let me bring up the table. Um, everyone got a point from last predictions, but that coupled up with James's docked point for the lack of a comment of the day means that he is still. He is still on 29 points. Um, I'm on 25, Lee's on 23, and Jordan is on 21 points. So that wraps up the, the prediction table for the audio listeners. Just a reminder, we are on audio, audio platforms, people, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, all of that. So you can catch the podcast there. Sometimes it comes out there on audio platforms before it comes out on YouTube. So doesn't happen often, but it does happen sometimes. So head over there. Make sure you're following us on that platform or those platforms as well. Hit the like button on those platforms. Follow, do all of that stuff. I'm not too familiar with the podcast platforms, but do what you can to support there. Do what you can to support here. Did James, you find out how we did in that awards? I was, just, I was. I, I, that's on my notes here. I was going to ask that question. Did we win it? I told everyone to vote. I've done that. I was going to ask that question. You've done Harry Kane. How did he do? Done Harry Kane. What old it? What? Where do we find that? I, I feel to just check right now as we record. I want to just go on. How do we find that? What oh, you know that? what? I don't. I, no, no, it's not. I don't think it's out yet because oh. I, I'm actually a judge on one of the categories, so I don't think it's been announced yet. So. Mm. Yeah, and the winner yeah, yeah. for best podcast in the Arsenal community, forever <laughs> Arsenal. Look at that! Wow, excited <laughs> vote went to Jordan Joe Brown. Wow, <laughs> I got your back. I got your back. Got your back. Uh, prediction time, James. Who are you going for? Porto away Wednesday night. An awkward, hard-fought two-one win. <sighs> two-one win. Something tells me, yeah, something tells me we're going to need to perform in the second leg. I'm going to go for a 3 1 win. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> hey, hey, Christmas Day comes on the 25th of December. So it gets <laughs> much thought went into that prediction, Lee. I'll have you know, much thought went into that. Oh, yeah. dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Hey, well, I was going to go 2 1. But I need to get some points up. So I'm going to go 2 0. 2 0. I'm going to be cheering them on when they're in on goal. <laughs> <laughs> We're 2 0 up. Whole second Eight. leg to play. 89th minute. Um, go on, Jordan. You've got 2 1 from James, 3 1 from myself, 2 0 from Lee. Uh, I'm going 3 1 Arsenal as well. Sorry, Turkish. That's all right. Am I right thinking they're quite a resilient side? Um, I think they're, they're doing okay in Portugal, third in the league, I think it was. Um, 
Well, that's not okay for them, really. So I think they're about seven points. We've off never won there. No Champions League. No, do you remember the Fabianski disaster class? Do you remember? I think we lost there 2-1 and Fabianski had a bit of a nightmare in that first leg. Do I think I remember that? something. Yeah, like no, well, did we win the leg? We won it, won it convincingly at home, though, didn't we? Yeah, 5-0, I think. Diaby, yeah, I remember, yeah. I do remember, yeah. That was, a, that was the second leg when Nasri did that slalom from the right wing in and out of... Do you remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, angle, yeah. He rifled it in. Yeah, we're, yeah. That was... Uh, we got to the semi-finals that year, Man United. Yeah. Beat us at home and away, didn't they? Badass. Oh, I was so gutted about that home game, yeah. man. 2-0 down after 17 minutes. Uh. They actually done us on the counter very, very well. They killed well. us. I was yeah. there. They killed us. Yeah, I did. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, how, how would we have fared against Barca that year? Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, all the predictions are there, people. We've all gone for a win away from home. Let us know your predictions in the comments below. 55 minutes in. Surely we've hit 1,000. Did we have? Let's hit 2,000. Why not, people? And we're going to slowly but surely get into comments of the day. Hopefully, everyone is ready, prepared. We all good. Remember this time. <laughs> yeah. Right, Gone. Can, can I kick off? Because um, th- oh. I got one comment, but I'll make three points. First of all, um, there were so many people um, that were uh, from Kenya. Big yeah, group, I was going to uh, say yeah, that. I was that yeah. Various groups. So thank you very much, everyone. Let me know. Let me know about the Arsenal supporters group in Kenya. All the love we got from there. Second you of all, turn up by the way. You might turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, man. I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, second of all, there were some idiots in the comments. So we were talking last week about Saka being world class, and they're just some idiots that just don't understand sense. So I want to just acknowledge that first of all. But the comment I picked out was, um, uh, God, I forgot where is it now? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, yeah, from Cooking Buns. Uh, and he's got here back again with my four favorite podcasters Jose Sar. Ziggy Marley, Tintin, and Dr. Evil. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Dr. Evil? <laughs> Obviously, I'm Tintin, so who's Dr. Obviously, I'm Tintin. I was like, Jose saw. Who the hell's that? And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I can't lie. I get, I get the whole bald Dr. Eva thing, but Lee's, Lee's more like Austin Powers than, than Dr. Eva. <laughs> yeah. No, you're yeah. actually Jose saw. I can see oh, it. Oh, I am. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you know? Yeah. I was kept at the woodwork recently. <laughs> no. Everyone, pick up, everyone watching this, pick up your phone right now and just type in. Jose, Jose, Saar, how he pronounced it, Wolves goalkeeper. Yes, yes, there's a, a big resemblance, isn't there, like, yeah. That was funny. Man so, said, um, everyone go and search it up. You also pick up Tintin, there's a big resemblance as well, like, yeah. Yeah, he's got some cheek. Don't worry, man. Sunday night's forever Arsenal, Saturday beating the Spuds. Why not? Why not? I'm in goal for Wolves. Ah, yeah, yeah, well played, sir. Well done, sir. <laughs> Come on, Wolves. Um, I've got one from John Daly. Not the first time um, I've come across John in the comments. A big up, John. He said, thank you, guys. This is the pod I look forward to the most. Four cracking people, all from different places, different ages. But when you come together, it fits just like Lego. Arsenal won by six, but Jordan had a negative. Classic Jordan. Turkish on the icy pollen hearing crickets and questioning it. Lee half cut. <laughs> Only downside was not seeing oh, James's lamp. The lamp's back, John. The lamp's back. The lamp's, lamp's back. back. It's on Lee's head. Um, <laughs> Lee just crept into the corner and just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was a lot of that. So, so my comment of the week is on the theme of Jordan and the whole nothing negative to say thing. Um, Jordan looking a little different today. Looks like he had a tough day watching Arsenal win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> very harsh. That's from user bc 9 npm I'm not going to read out every letter, but thank you very much. Uh, there was another one. It's not even that funny. I just, it's just, he, he, he misspelled one of the words. So, James and Lee, thanks for your views. Unlike Turkish, who always dwells 
on Havertz, Price, and I think he meant Tag, but he wrote Tug. tug. Um, yeah, I see that. <laughs> oh, that's, that's one for the edit button. Uh, as if it's his money. There's a lot of people who are going at this accountancy thing. Yeah, so I, I, I've got that one because I've got to, I've got to pull you up on this Turkish, really, like you know, <laughs> Havertz five last week was you know what I mean come on, like you know what I mean it was you know shocking from you, like you know absolutely shocking from I'm you. I'm sorry, like, but it's, five is average. Oh! I'm saying five is average. Five is average. He was average. He was about to get five before he scored that goal against Burnley as well. He might have got a six. I did I did put use that one Turkish like turning in the can, but I did quite like this one. Like we cook cook the liver and now we smoke the ham. I quite like that one. Very, very um <laughs> poetic. Yeah, sort of sort of the things that I quite like. So well done on that one, like. But what you can't say anything for Burnley now. What's their nickname? Clarets. Clarets. Burnley. So it was um Burnley. Burnley Judges. Burnley. Yeah, Burnley. 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 Burnley, 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 Burnley. I don't know what it fucking means, but it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that it? Did everyone get their comments in? Mm-hmm. Everyone did. No yeah. points. No, no points point. deducted. Well done. No deducted. All right, people, we're going to round off here. Hour on the dot. We are going to be back, obviously, after the Porto game. Not sure when just yet. But make sure you subscribe, put the notification bell on, show some love to the individual channels. Like I said, I'll put them all in the description below so make sure you check it out because it's not often i do that love for the love hit the like button and we're out people peace Podcast Network.